0: to stars, stones, and stories. I am your host, Rama, and together we are weaving ancient future wisdom as we birth the new earth. If you're into astrology, cosmology, living mythology, earth-based spirituality, and ancestral healing, you are home. If you've stumbled upon this podcast and are new to these topics, this is Sovereign Sanctuary to expand and deepen your wisdom. As a cosmic priestess, I witness many at the threshold of great transformation. I specialize in astrological divination, sacred sight activations, and priestess arts for the Aquarian age. You may learn more about my work and budding mystery school at earthseedtemplearts.com or follow earthseedtemplearts on Instagram. This community is your opportunity to claim your story, your unique identity and power, knowing that you are the hero of your own journey. You are a hologram for the collective and you matter. The world needs your gifts and creativity now, more than ever. Crystallize your medicine. Oh great ancient ones, great ancestors, we call to you. May you hear the voices of your descendants traversing through time and space. We humbly ask for your support, your wise medicine ways, and your genius solutions in these times. Dear ancestors, we wish to partner with you, for we know we cannot do this alone. As we traverse the mystery, we ask that you, our starry ancestors, are with us each breath of the way. May we have clarity of mind and crystalline vision to see through the dark. May we walk our paths of high holy truth, as that is what is needed now more than ever. And so it is. Welcome to the year of the young wood dragon as we have entered through the gates of the Aquarius new moon. In this episode, we will be exploring these themes of the Aquarius new moon, ancestral and karmic clearing, thought transformation, the renewal of your sacred visionary powers, and what this year of the wood dragon is going to mean for you. First of all, I'd like to invite you to anchor in the space with me through the powers of Great Grandmother Hematite. Great Grandmother Hematite is such a blessing. She is an ancient lineage stone that sits as the crystalline core of Mother Earth. She offers support and stability for all of our lineages Hematite has this ability to heal every disorder, every addiction, any places or spaces we were rejected by our mothers. Hematite can come in to heal this, to heal any trauma, to heal any wounds, to feed us from deep within to those spaces and places where perhaps you were abandoned, rejected, malnourished. Hematite is the original root core resonance and the iron rich nature of hematite feeds the blood, particularly the cells of the stomach and the spleen, which calm the entire central nervous system. So hematite reminds you the power of grounding and anchoring. And why it is so important, because when we have that rich blood moving through our bodies, especially in the stomach and the spleen, the nervous system can calm. And this is very important for the times that we're living in. As we enter in deep into the Aquarian Age, as we continue to transmute and transform, As a collective, we will continue to go through numerous death portals as we're laying down the foundations for this new earth consciousness. This is a massive time we are here to be a part of on earth. And as a gentle reminder, your soul has chosen to be here on earth in these times for the expression of your unique medicine. There's no one on earth that carries the signature blueprint that you do. And each one of us, we have our own unique gifts. As we're welcoming this year of the dragon, there is so much inspiration and magic and empowerment and leadership that wants to flow through you and be channeled through you and our world is rapidly shifting. We are seeing a lot of chaos and confusion in the collective, and that is likely to continue in 2024. Simultaneously, many people will be coming more and more clear and more and more aligned. So we're going to see these two extremes of the poles strengthen in different ways and it is your ability to be grounded that will allow you to feel calm to feel clear and to continually come back to your truth and your sovereignty hematite instills this knowingness that you deserve to live that you have come here to express that you are worthy and that you are fundamentally supported by the multiverse and most importantly by Mother Earth herself. And so hematite offers this unconditional love as she resides in the center of the Earth as this crystalline core of iron. Her source abilities ground you to your creation point therefore anchoring you to your ancestors and allowing you through this creation point allowing you to connect to the previous generational programs that were taken on perhaps around addictions or various disorders relational issues hematite allows you to access these programs so that you can heal them with hematite's unconditional love. Essentially, anywhere that there are hungry ghosts within your lineage, hematite will feed these hungry ghosts so that there is a feast of love that transforms the old stories with calmness and with flexibility, and deep soul nourishment. So let's just take a moment and imagine from the base of the spine, the palms of the hands, the soles of your feet, cords of red, golden, silver light beginning to drop down, going down through the layers of sediment and soil, and connecting deep with Great Grandmother Hematite. Feeling that connection to her, breathing this energy up through the physical body and receiving it. And if you're interested in going deeper with Great Grandmother Hematite, in the show notes of this podcast, I'll post a link where you can download an ebook that I crafted a number of years ago about Great Grandmother Hematite. We have Entered through the gates of our second new moon of 2024. This new moon was exact on Friday, Venus Day, the 9th of February, at 5 58 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And Aquarius is this air element, air sign that is. Carrying these fixed frequencies that are able to be resilient and steadfast, Aquarius here in the Northern Hemisphere sustains the season of winter as we've opened up into this cross-quarter time of Imbolc. And Aquarius has this universal, expansive ability to tap into collective reality. So in this Aquarius new moon, we're working with these polarities between Leo and Aquarius that is so much around personal versus impersonal love, romance versus friendship, passion versus detachment, monarchy and democracy, the king, the queen and the people. The center and circumference, the actor and the audience, and the lion and the unicorn. Aquarius as the water bearer is an archetype of one who has the qualities of being egalitarian, eccentric, progressive, the cosmic visionary that is distilling this wisdom from the future. Aquarius has a need for innovation, for original thought, to create social transformation. This is the frequency of I am different or I am unique, a sign that wishes to reform. We can think of archetypes like the avant-garde, rebel, the inventor, the genius, the scientist, the futurist the humanitarian, the outlaw, the weirdo. And so the majority of Aquarians are very much concerned with our earth community, our world community, humanity as a whole. However, the shadow frequency of Aquarius can be too rebellious, not conforming when it is needed, being too detached, especially from the heart being erratic or unpredictable, ungrounded, avoiding commitment and being too heady. And so this glyph of Aquarius is like these waves of electrical energy moving or the chi or the prana moving. And here in the year of 2024, as I went into depth in the 2024 masterclass, This year is a year of prana. It is a year to really expand into your pranic body. And one way to access the pranic body is through breath. And the cultivation of your chi in this year of 2024 is going to be really important because, as it is a yang, wood, dragon year, many people can easily burn themselves out this year. And when we're thinking about the frequency and the flow of chi and prana, you want to be sustainable. Meaning that taking time for integration and rest is very important because that helps to restore and vitalize the chi. Aquarius, as the reformer, heralds in paradigm shifts this is a time where, as we consider the star card and the tarot, which is very much connected to Aquarius, you're being asked to really lean into what is your wish? What are you calling upon to bring into form in your life? And as this new moon entered we had Mercury and Pluto still hanging out in a conjunction together still married so this is the first new moon we've had since Pluto has shifted into Aquarius where the sun and the moon are in the same sign as Pluto this is a Opening of a new age in many ways. We could say there's been various markers of this age of Aquarius, some of them going all the way back into 2011. Everything in astrology is really a sensation and expression of waves of energy. The more that you can let go of your linear way of thinking about time and space, and step into circular shapes and fashions, the spiral, then you can really start to decipher this timeless language of astrology. Astrology is very much its own unique language. It is timeless. It is a language that your soul knows. We all know astrology, we often forget, and we're here to remember. In these times that we're living in now, there's so much each one of us is here to reclaim and remember. And so in contemporary astrology, Aquarius looks to the planet Uranus, and at the exact alignment of the new moon, the sun and the moon, we're in a square with Uranus and Taurus. Uranus is this key to the illumination of your super intuitive abilities, your genius potential. As a higher octave of Mercury, Uranus carries these like thought packages, these paradigms that awaken freedom and change. Revolution, at times rebellion, Uranian energy can be very eccentric, very non-traditional, and connects with the electrical impulses that move through your entire nervous system. As Uranus moves through time and space, a complete cycle is roughly 84 years. And so, around the age of 42, give or take a few, a couple of years, depending on your unique generational imprint, every human goes through the Uranus opposition, which is very much what I like to refer to as this midlife activation. Uranus shakes you awake to remember what your soul has come to experience and offer in this incarnation. As Uranus entered into Taurus in 2018, we've seen a number of particular earthquakes, we've seen volcanoes, lava erupting, the earth shifting in many ways and that is part of Uranus and Taurus because Uranus brings in these shocking moments that create radical change as Uranus and Taurus has just passed the midpoint journey of the cycle What you are being inspired to consider with Uranus and Taurus is what is your value system? And as we're collectively co-creating this new earth architecture, what are the values you desire to bring into the new earth? And this question and knowing your own response to this question is very important work. This is also very much a part of this two decade journey of Pluto in Aquarius. And if you're a longtime listener of this podcast, Star, Stones and Stories, you will know that this is an overarching theme that you have been encouraged to consider since episode number one. Knowing your value system is everything because we are in this age where frequency is the key, where your energy is what matters. And Placing your sacred time and attention and intention into that which you value is the way you vote for reality. It is your personal power. At times in collective reality, when people consider how they fit into their various nation-state or government or the corporate structure, it's very easy to perhaps feel like you don't actually have much power. But that is what particularly large-scale corporations want you to feel, is that you don't have power, you don't have enough time. These are lies that are subliminally seated in our consciousness through advertising and media so that we feel we must hustle here on earth. It is all a false construct to create mass chaos. So our job, your job in these times is to continually ask yourself, what do I value? How do I live and enact my value system in my day-to-day reality. This is not a small task. This is a lifelong path. And so you take the steps forward, bit by bit, step by step. We can't overhaul every aspect of our life in the snap of a finger. That would be too much, too hard, too fast knowing that we're in this year of the dragon there are going to be moments and times where you really kind of just want to fly and move hard and fast however you want to strategize with intelligence how you are going to ride these dragon currents uranus and taurus will help you Within your own chart, as I'm recording this, roughly around 18, 19 degrees Taurus is where Uranus is. That's where the radical liberation is being activated. And so you want to consider where 18 to 19 degrees Taurus is. That's going to be the precise point. But you could even take a window of 15 to 23 degrees of Taurus, of Leo, of Scorpio, of Aquarius, because that's where it's going to be really charged. And so as we continue to consider this new moon, we also want to look to Saturn because Saturn is the traditional ruler of Aquarius. And Saturn is this great teacher of time and space and structures and boundaries and foundations these foundations are our roots we cannot have sacred temples like the ones you can walk through of ancient Kemet or ancient Greece these temples would not exist without Saturnian philosophy and sacred geometry and Saturn brings us into the bones, into the joints, into the knees, the skin, the hair, the tendons, the ligaments, and the spleen. Saturn is ultimately teaching you how to be here now and how to be this bridge so that you can access these gifts of the outer planets, which is initiated through Uranus. So there's the special magic between Saturn and Uranus, The roots, the foundations, and then the shifting of paradigms. And we need both. And it is Chiron that bridges the two. And Chiron in this year of 2024 dances with the North Node in Aries, our collective North Node in Aries. So this chirotic theme is really important, especially when we have our eclipses in late March and early April, and mid-September, and early October. There are many themes here to weave on the golden loom of life and of what we could call fate. And this concept of fate or free will is an ancient conversation that philosophers and Astrologers and cosmologists have been considering throughout time and space. And I believe really there's both there's fate and there's free will. And when we truly know the language of astrology, you begin to see the free will you have within that which is fated. We know Saturn is in Pisces. We know Saturn is going to be in Pisces until roughly February of 2026. We just know that. That is fated. How you utilize this transit of Saturn and Pisces is up to you. That's your free will. So this is why we study astrology. This is why we're curious about astrology and so with this new moon, we have the sun and the moon squaring Uranus and Taurus. So there's a moment here, there's a moment to really test yourself and to feel a little edgy and uncomfortable about what's happening and to also know that as exalted Mars and Capricorn is making a sextile to Neptune and Pisces, that whatever you're feeling challenged by or restricted by or anxious around, you are being invited to come back to the original dream you've been carrying over the last few years, the sacred holy dream. Perhaps it was even seated for you around 2012 these are these are the big dreams these are not necessarily the sleeping dreams these are the visions you've been holding in your heart of hearts and to reinvigorate this dream or dreams and begin to take some loving action forward With this season of bulk, we here in the north are experiencing the lengthening of our days. Although for many of us it's still cold, we have these buds forming on the trees, there are so many signs that the earth is stirring, and nature is expressing this. Meanwhile, in the southern hemisphere, there is that Knowingness, that preparation for the coming fall, that season of mabone. So it is a time of year where you're asked to open your creative channels and impulses to, continue to vision, to continue to expand your capacity to celebrate the returning of the light with activities like divination or scrying or candle gazing. However, allow your ideas, allow these seeds that are beginning to sprout, give them space, give them lots of water, Allow them to germinate with meditation, with poetry, with song, with art. Call upon your guides, your guardians, your ancestors for support. To really sit with this new moon with asking yourself, what inspires me? What are my hopes and dreams for the future? The future meaning between now and 2044, What do I want to create around inventive solutions within my own life, my humanitarian attitudes, my connection to friends, to community, to networks, to groups? And as we welcome in this year of the dragon, we consider the Chinese cosmology that hosts 11 animals that we see here on Earth in reality, and then the dragon, the one mythic, fantastical creature that many say is not real. However, the question, is it? Is it real or not? We can find dragons dispersed in various myths and cosmologies all around the world. Dragons being these guardians, these protectors of mysteries, of treasure, of truth, guardians and protectors of the elements and of the directions. And so there is a great level level of inspiration in this year to claim your living mythos, to open the gates of your imagination by connecting with your inner child and with play. In the 2024 masterclass, which is a beautiful teaching I created that is four hours of a video transmission and a series of many bonuses, including an audio transmission of a divination for the year. And a PDF downloadable guide where you have all the dates, all the key dates, and you can look at the different houses in the chart and work with your own chart to see how some of these key transits will affect you. There's a guided meditation and a breath that I've taught, so you can work with that breath throughout the whole year to increase your prana, to increase your chi. And one of the things I spoke about in this 2024 masterclass is how this is a mythic mineral year of the young wood dragon, a year of prana, a year of abundance, a year of expansion, a year of time bending. Time is very important in this year of 2024 and Within these podcasts of Star, Stones, and Stories, I've spoken quite a lot about time over the episodes, especially around any of the eclipses. And in many ways, this year of 2024 will feel, for many people, like a continual eclipse. In this year of the dragon, as we've shifted from this period 8 into a period 9. It's a 20-year shift through the Chinese cosmology that very much aligns with the 20-year shift of Pluto in Aquarius. Pluto representing this higher octave of Mars. Pluto showing us collectively where there needs to be death and decay so that there may be rebirth, like the snake shedding its skin like the phoenix rising from the ashes. There will be phenomenal change within your life in 2024. And continuing to come back to anchor and ground, just as we did at the beginning of this episode with Great Grandmother Hematite, will be so important. And to know that the frequency of the serpent of the dragon connects to your dna and that you are here to create with sounds to create with sacred words you are being asked in this year of 2024 to have a steadfast realization to observe your language to be very aware of how you speak to others how you speak about others how you speak to yourself from within. And this dragon energy, dragons being born, perhaps of cloud and water, connect so much to the creation myths and immense power, yet they contain a nebulous meaning. This word dragon comes from the Greek word dracon, connected with derkomai, to see or sharp-sighted dracon was a, used originally of any large serpent so it is essentially a snake and the mythos of serpents and dragons are intertwined across cosmologies all over our earth connecting into this cosmic serpent dragons connect you with sovereignty, with your truth, with being, living with right action. Like these 42 cosmic codes of Ma'at, goddess Ma'at, from the Egyptian cosmology. This creatrix frequency, the benevolence of human liberty. I ask of you, what are your three most potent dreams for this dragon year how will you weave within this dragon year and i pulled i pulled a few cards for you as an oracle spread to conclude this transmission you are being asked to beam your vibration to continually Come back to your frequency and ask yourself, what is my frequency and how can I attune it? How can I align it? How may I work with sacred geometry to purify my field? How can you attune to the subtle energies? Because in this age with Pluto and Aquarius, every single human is becoming more subtle and sophisticated. You are a holder of frequency and what does that mean for you here and now and how do you want to grow into this wisdom? With a vision of unity you are being asked to focus on your light your right to see your right to dispel illusion to have clear sight and to activate your pineal gland So, that you are able to draw down that cosmic consciousness with clarity. And you're being reminded to stay connected to your innocence, to remove any falsehoods that were implanted, that were coded perhaps in the womb, in your infancy, in early childhood, through various relationships. How can you? continue to strengthen your seership your ability to see those with the eyes to see and the ears to hear how do you become more subtle how do you celebrate the wonder of this life the gift of being here on earth in these times even when they feel tumultuous even when they feel erratic how can you claim the gift and know that you're here to enjoy and express your unique resonances of energy. And so with that, I have a couple of invitations for you. One, if you are seeking overarching clarity and support for the year of 2024 as a whole, if you want to know more about the astrology and the cosmology of this year, I invite you to Invest in the 2024 masterclass I crafted. It's very deep, very profound. And I've received such beautiful feedback from those who have stepped into that portal and they're really enjoying it. It's something you can go back and you can revisit this content throughout the year. In addition, on Friday, the 23rd, in honor of the Virgo full moon, I'll be offering the Virgo cosmic sound healing ceremonial journey from eight to nine thirty p.m. EST. So you're invited invited to join us in that sacred container. All Ma Magic members will get complimentary access, and if you're interested in going deeper into these transmissions. I'll be going much deeper into this Aquarius new moon, into this year of the dragon, into talking about the astrology of February as a whole in the Ma magic transmission. So if you're looking for ongoing support and inspiration and a sacred online community that I've crafted through Earthseed Temple Arts, Ma Magic is designed to help you transcend the chaos. And we work with the lunar cycles. We work with the Egyptian cosmology. We work with meditation, star and planetary medicine, and myth all through the moon cycles. So it's a fabulous space to connect with some like minded people. And finally, I am offering a complimentary online event on Saturday, two weeks from now on the 24th in honor of the Virgo full moon and this year of the dragon. We're going to explore dragon medicine in depth. This event is called Behold the Dragon. We will open up with some breath. I will expand upon the cosmology and some of the well-known myths of dragons. And you will go through an activation, a guided meditation to meet your dragon. And it's going to be really profound. It is a complimentary offering from 12 to 2 p.m. EST on Saturday the 24th of February, and I picked that time because I felt like regardless of where you are in the world, many people will be able to join in. So if you're interested in any of these events or offerings, I suggest you go to the show notes bio. You can also go to my website, earthseedtemplearts.com, and you'll be able to sign up and connect in to the various events there. If you have any questions, email support at earthseedtemplearts.com and we will get back to you as soon as possible. So thank you so much for circling up in this way. As we are still about six weeks, five weeks from equinox, I just want to encourage you to be very gentle with yourself Even though it is a new year through the Chinese cosmology and the light is shifting and the frequencies are stirring, it is important to consolidate and contain your energy. Take everything step by step. Celebrate. Celebrate your radiance. Celebrate your brilliance. Celebrate your unique medicine. And trust. Trust in this divine timing. May you be blessed. May this transmission be in service to all beings and the liberation of all beings beyond time and space. May there be peace to the east. May there be peace to the south. May there be peace to the west. May there be peace to the north and peace deep down into the heart of Mother Earth, spiraling out into the cosmos, and threading into your heart, may that sweet peace fill you up from deep within, and so it is, and so it is, and so it is. Ashe, many blessings to you and your lineage. Thank you so much for sharing sacred space. I invite you to dive into my offerings of alchemical astrology, mystery school teachings, and global pilgrimages at earthseedtemplearts.com. Ensure you are receiving my weekly Venetian love notes delivered each Friday to your inbox, and you can sign up for those at EarthSeedTempleArts. Temple Arts. You may follow me on YouTube at Earthseed Instagram at Earthseed Temple Arts and also at stars, stones, and stories on Instagram, where you will receive regular insights and updates about our current cosmic weather. My prayer is that you fully awaken to the reality that you are a hologram for the collective. By being fierce in your authentic truth, you have the opportunity to elevate life on this exquisite planet Earth.